0: Hi, friends, welcome to this space, and I hope you're having a lovely day. Uh, today, we are talking all about prayer, and um, we've just been kind of taking it back to the basics over the past couple weeks and getting to some core habits and setting our mind in a place of peace and on goodness, um, so that we can take action to create the life that we want, right? And so I read um, on Instagram, I follow commoners communion, and it always stops me in my tracks. um, And it's talking about prayer. And I wanted us to kind of talk about that basic thing about prayer. It's funny how I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like things are clear and in the, you know, on the go and we're moving and and then sometimes it's like blank and our mind just feels a little bit wandering and like I don't know where I'm going and and that kind of thing and I think that um, it's in that place where we can just get really honest with God. And so this post, it says um, that prayer to let prayer leap out from within you, driving up out of the human place where bones and muscles and unseen consciousness live naked and honest. Prayer isn't clever or neat or articulate. Prayer is guttural, honest, groaned and lived. It's tense, risky, and often embarrasses with its frank desperation. Good prayer undoes the prayer, undoes the prayer. It's words shocking and surprising us as they skid out from the us we spend most our time hiding from and suppressing. It reveals us to us as much as it does us to God or God to us. It's all of it in a kind of beautiful, accidental mess. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about prayer today. Hello, my wonderful friend. Welcome to freedom. Welcome to a space of belonging. This is the Ash and Ivy show. My name is Riley and I'm totally geeking out to be here with you. I am challenging you to know your identity, find God's voice in your story, and give your life as a gift to the world. You have a voice and a message that only you can give. So let's do the divine work and make God visible through our lives and be in awe of what life is all about. Yeah, so let's go back to that. Good prayer undoes the prayer. It's words shocking and surprising us. So much time is spent guarded, right? So much of our time is spent checking our words, making sure we're okay, saying the polite thing. So seldom do we ever just spill our guts. Who do we spill our guts with? Even when I'm talking with a friend or a spouse, I'm still checking my words and making sure that I'm polite or respectful or whatever. I mean, I'm honest, but it's not the same as when you just cry out in an honest spilling and an honest desperation, you know, and... I just think that we should get dangerous like that and spend some time getting to the bottom, getting real and being honest about what hurts and what we feel and what we hope for and what we wish and and also crying out about who God is and what He has done and where we know He will take us by faith. Prayer has got to become that honest place of desperation. And I know that today my prayer kind of felt wordless. It kind of just was more of a, I don't know. (laughs) I just don't know. I don't know how to move. I'm willing, but I don't know. And then I kind of Shifted into a Jesus, like, show me, like, I'm ready, I want it, I don't know how to move. But then shifted into this place of declaration I believe, God, that you're a God of miracles, a God of restoration. If you want my life, all my broken pieces, then by all means, they are yours. My story is my cross, my story is my worship. Take it, take it all wherever. You want it to go. I am willing to go anywhere. If I know the step to take, I will take it, you know? Prayer. <laughs> I taught about prayer in kids' church a few weeks ago, and it it's kind of a simple practice, right? Like, we pray all the time. We pray in the car. We we fuss out a prayer uh, at the red light or <laughs> when our kids need something or... Th- like it's kind of on the tip of our tongue at all times. Um, But at the same time, we get pulled away and distracted and and we forget about prayer. And so (laughs) if you want to, I can paint your hand and give you five points of prayer uh, to include in your daily prayer. And (laughs) that would be fun. And maybe we need that. I learn from Kids Church on a regular basis. Um, But, you know, minimize distraction. Go into a secret place. Make God a priority. You know, last week I talked about how I personally prefer undivided attention. And I think that maybe God does too sometimes. He doesn't demand it. He doesn't withhold from you when you don't give it. But it's nice, right? It's nice sometimes to just spill to someone who listens and is trustworthy and can actually do something about whatever you're saying. And so that undivided attention with him is, I think, extremely rewarding. And so that would be a, a really important thing. Talked about, I just read about um, crack time versus chunk time. So crack time is, I was reading about writing And crack time is when you kind of jot something down when you're cooking or, you know, in the car line or whatever. And chunk time is when you schedule an intentional space. And I just prefer chunk time when, um, I'm thinking about prayer and God, but of course God is present in all things and he's available and his nearness is, um, at all times he's near to you. And so that, using those crack times is also really important. So the first part of prayer is praise God. So if you were going to paint your handprint and put it on a piece of paper, you could write this on your pinky. Praise God. What does that even mean? Like, how do we do that? Like, one of the fingers is for thanking him for what he has done. And there's definitely space for that, right? But this part is different. This is not making God a task provider. This is not what he has done for you or what he has given. This is who he is. This is unchanging, uncompromisable, never failing, constant promises of who he is. And so I believe every single day, all day, we can be proclaiming truth. What does the Bible say about speaking what is true? It tells us to speak the truth and that's not just outside of ourselves, but to ourselves, proclaiming truth all day, every day. Akian was telling me that when he prays alone, he just says, what's up, God? <laughs> and he said, sometimes he says, what's up, dog? And I just howled with laughter because honestly, it delights my soul. Like, what does that mean that he can just say, hey, <laughs> I know that Kian is not thinking very deeply, but it tells me that basically he's saying, hey, God, I know you're there. And that's it. Like, that's enough. What if we practiced that all day, every day? Hey, God, what's up, dog? Right? Like I just want to acknowledge that you're close because that's the truth that sustains me. The nearness of God is what comforts me, guides me, pushes me to love, pushes me to see clearly. All I need to know is I'm here and you're here, and that's exactly what I need. What's up, dog? Okay? I read a book um, called Present Perfect, and I bought it when the book Present Over Perfect by Shauna Nequist was so popular, but I bought the wrong thing, and... I'm so glad I did. I did eventually buy Present Over Perfect and also delighted in that read because that girl, oh, gets me. It's like she read my journal out loud. Oh, that reminds me of a song, Killing Me Softly. With yeah, okay. I don't know if y'all know that song, but anyway, it says the girl feels seen by, by the song. So, okay, that was a distraction. Anyway, Present Perfect is a fabulous read. Like, such a good mistake to make when I read that book or borrowed ordered that book. It's written by about a monk. I love books about monks because they're so good. But this one goes into the practice of increasing your awareness that God is present in all moments. So you are learning like a monk to set your mind to remember that at all times in every moment having an awareness that God is present in that moment and it's I've tried it here and there to like change my mind and and heighten take my thinking to this heightened awareness of God's nearness and let me just say if it's hard for a monk I promise you it's going to be near impossible for me But (laughs) regardless, the effort is not in vain. It's refining and shaping our minds to truth. It's that constant, what's up, dog? I know you're here, right? I know you're here. That's it. Like, that's all that I need is you with me. And that is a promise that he does not waver on. Listen, if you'd rather not call God dog (laughs) I totally, totally get that. That is understandable, but we can add truths to our daily mantra. We can choose what we think. We can know and practice meditating on his unchanging promises that we proclaim and declare over our lives every single day, right? God is near, He's close. He never leaves me. God is good. He loves me. God is for me. Things around me are happening for me, not against me, for me. Everything good and bad is for me. God is not disappointed in me. He came to rescue me and provide for me. He is a future for me. He is my help in time of need, right? Right? So what do you believe about God? That's what you put in this place of declaring what is true. Declaring what is true, okay? My goal is not actually to go through a handprint and tell you five ways to pray, but just for your curiosity, uh, the pointer finger is confess, or I think I started with pinky, so I guess we'll go backwards. The next finger is confess your sins, Confess your sins. And I have learned that there's so much power in this. There's so much power in being able to recognize your area of need. We need God, we need Him, we need a Savior. And just like I talked about, I can't be a savior for my kids. I cannot rescue them. I cannot fix everything. I cannot control. I cannot create peace by fixing things. I cannot create any the life that I want on my own and with striving. It comes through an honest confession. And so again, we're coming back to that place in prayer where we're just so honest. And there's just a freedom that breaks into your life. There's just chains that fall off of you when you're able to say, you know what? This sucks. I'm bad at this. I need help with this. I need a friend. And make space for that. The the confession is making space for the new. The confession is saying, I can't control this and I can't make it better but I know who can, and it just opens up something. It cracks the shell, and it allows space in your heart and in your mind for something else, for joy, for help, for wisdom, for forgiveness. And so confession is just so, so important. And honestly, you know, sometimes we build things up in our minds as really, really big. But when we confess them, Josh and I, I know I told you this recently that we went to dinner and we talked about our marital some wisdom. What what wisdom have we learned and through our marriage? And what have we been able to give to other couples? And one of them is confession. Like I don't have to hide or guard my heart or be something that I that I can't be. I can just blurt it out. And sometimes that's what it looks like for me because I'm so bad at it. It's just blurting like, I'm sorry, that was so yucky because I, you know, I'm selfish or I'm sorry, I acted like a jerk or whatever. And before I might have like tried to slide that by or instead of confessing, I would try to like make up for it by doing something nice. But really, the power of love comes with the confession, the honesty, the humility. And it says, I'm not better than you. We're on this same playing field. We're in this together. And it, it brings this element of humanity. And it allows space for love to seep in, for light to wrap that weakness up and use it because that's God's promise is to use our weakness and to be our strength. That cannot happen without confession. So I highly recommend that you spend time on that one. And then the last three fingers are thank God, pray for others, and pray for yourself. And I think that we We've got that part down. Um, But yeah, spending time thanking God, remembering what He's done, remembering what He's pulled you from, remembering what's possible. Like take time to look back and go, oh yeah, I remember when this was hard or I remember when I really worried about this and acknowledged that something has been answered, that your prayer has been answered. We put out these prayers on a whim sometimes, and then don't actually see how they've resolved. And so there's so much power in that. All right, guys, um, I'm going to close for today, but I encourage you to meditate on who God is. What truth are you speaking to yourself daily about Him and who He is in your life? And how honest are you being in prayer Are you being undone? Are you spilling your guts? Do you get to a place of honest confession where it's just pouring out of you things you didn't even let yourself feel before? I hope that you will set aside some chunk time for prayer and for God, some good quality time, and just let it B, let it flow and uh, see, see what happens. See where you are directed to go. Find some clarity, find the peace. And um, as always, I'm cheering for you.